Back on the Lance J Radio Network, I'm continuing my series with Isaac Palmer Jr., who spent some time with us earlier in the week in Nashville. And uh, we continue to to have this discussion on on black men's health. It's it's one of my favorite topics that that we discuss on the Healthcast series. And it's it's getting a lot of cr- uh, critical acclaim. A lot of people DM and, and call and, and they ask about Isaac. They ask about the series itself. It's really, in my opinion, helping people bringing discussions to the forefront that are that are very important, but not necessarily as prevalent, especially in the African-American community, especially among men. Now, we have Chip Joseph, who's been on this show before. Him and Isaac are, are both a part of Match Foundation, who is doing fantastic work in Chicago, really bringing services for mental health, especially to young people, and, and really trying to reverse that stigma um, in the African-American communities about getting mental health. Um, so it's really good to have you on the show, Chip. I know that you have a, a story to tell, and, and, and you're going to talk. We're not talking about Match Foundation today, but Chip's actually going to share some personal insight from some things that he's gone through in, in his matriculation and journey. I'd like to tee it up like this. This is Isaac. I'd like to tee it up like this, Chip. You are a professional. Uh, you are a father. Um, what in your past, uh, where have you run into a situation where your health has, has put your performance at risk, your performance as a father, your performance as an executive in your field. Uh, uh, what, when did that, when was that put at risk and what did you do about it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, actually, I, I can think of a, of a few things from a health standpoint that um, potentially in, in, in certain instances did put my, my performance as a, as a professional at risk. Um, just to let those out there know what I do, I, I manage a global talent acquisition team for a very large marketing advertising agency. So um, my team is in uh, Europe, parts of Europe, Duisburg, Paris, uh, London, and in Asia with uh, Singapore and Hong Kong. So uh, the small flex, I appreciate that. Small flex, small flex. Um, but um, about five years ago, um, I was diagnosed with being bipolar, and I was I was suffering uh, in silence for a number of years, uh, and I feel like I felt like I had not slept in probably, believe it or not, about twenty years. It was just something that I thought was a part of who I was, um, and I wore it as a badge of honor. And it was also some erratic behavior that. I would laugh at other people would laugh at, um, you know, doing crazy things, arguing with people on the street, road rage, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but then it started to, to permeate my, my, my home life, started to affect my marriage. Um, certain things that I was blaming my wife for that, um, in, in retrospect, certainly I was the, 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 <laughs> I, I, it was it was me. I'll just put it like that. It was me. I, I was the issue. I was the problem. Um, just very erratic behavior as it relates to my wife, as it related to my kids, um, outbursts. Um, it was just just a very very crazy slash hazy time for me. Um, so at some point, I realized that I was struggling um, mentally, and I went out and and I sought help. Um, the, the most important, the three words ever in my life were, I need help. Um, it was very hard for me to do. It was something that, that I was embarrassed about at the time. 
Um, I knew other, I, it was bad enough that I had gone to see a uh, psychologist, but in this case, to have that psychologist refer me to a psychiatrist was emotionally eye-opening, to, to say the least. So um, it was a very scary road back, but um, yeah, it's something that I, I wish I had done certainly um, years before, but that's neither here nor there at this point. Um, at this point, I'm, I'm just very glad that I went out and sought help. So I'm, um, if you're just tuning in, I'm talking to Chip Joseph and Isaac Palmer is on the line, both uh, prominent members of Match Foundation, who, who we have a fantastic relationship with, and they're doing great work in Chicago on mental health. Chip is talking about his journey uh, towards getting the, the best mental health and getting care. What was the tipping point where you, you, you use those three word, words, you said, I need help. What was the tipping point where, where you finally, after 20 years of, of suffering in silence, uh, your words, not mine, where you said, enough is enough, I've got to get some help? It was my marriage. Um, mm. it, it, it had affected my marriage as well. And, and my kids started to see it. Well, And, and here's, here's the funny thing. Um, after I was diagnosed, they laughed and they said, Dad, we, we, we'd seen that our whole lives. But it was wow. something that I didn't realize that they saw. So the, the, the erratic behavior was, well, it was obviously, it, it was obvious in the way that it started to affect my marriage. My, my wife at some point couldn't deal with it. Um, and she, you know, basically made that blame, like, you need to go get some help. Um, and she had been fighting with me to, to at least go get uh, myself looked into from a mental health standpoint. Um, for, for a number of years, at least three years. And it's something that I fought. I was pushing back on her. I was blaming her. She was the reason for everything. Um, if I stubbed my toe, it was my wife's fault, right? So everything, everything was her fault. Everything was her fault. Um, and the more she pushed me to go get help, and, and if you knew my wife, she's actually a, a, she has a very calm spirit, a very calm demeanor about herself. Um, so it's not as though she was pushing me in a, in a way that was, um, you know, mentally intrusive or, mm -hmm. um, mean or mean spirited, nothing like that. She basically was saying lovingly, I think you need to go get help. Um, but yeah, that, that was the tipping point for me. It, it was affecting my marriage, which of course started to, uh, affect my family. And if you know me, family is everything to me. So, Absolutely. um, I, I actually went to save my marriage and came back with a diagnosis. Wow. Hmm. One of the reoccurring themes, and I'll let Isaac jump in, but one of the, the reoccurring themes that we have on, on this segment, um, especially with black men, and it's why I love, it's almost a brotherhood when Isaac comes on and, and brings in people that are in his circle, because we're all high performing men, all people that are, you, you talked about your, your global, you have, you have plugs all over the world, uh, a high powered individual, someone that's a high performer, someone that um, obviously has the pressures, not just to perform in the workplace where we know that African-American males have to be twice as good, three times as good just to be equal. Uh, but then the, the pressures to perform at home, you know, your father, your husband, all of those things. Um, I wanted you or Isaac, if you want to jump in, because that's that's such a major part of this. Um, when when you have people that that really feel that 
that pressure to perform, we often overlook both physical and mental health issues that we feel could hurt our performance or jeopardize our executive roles or jeopardize all of the work that we've put in to get to where we are in our careers. Yeah, it's that it's that feeling. I'll let Chip jump in. It's that feeling of I'm in the game and I am not going to let anything right. put me on that bench. Right. And so if it means covering something up, if it means playing through the pain, if it means I got this, I'm good. And so I, I wanted to ask Chip, was there was there a moment in between I need help and something is wrong where you said, yeah, something ain't right, but I got this. Absolutely. I, I, I'm good. Absolutely. I'll figure it out. And it's, it's so amazing that, that, that you articulated it that way because that's exactly how I felt. I was in the game and starting to be recognized for my talents, starting to make headway from a career standpoint, certainly from a financial standpoint. And I didn't want anything to impede on my progress. Um, the, the other thing that was dangerous, certainly with being bipolar, you feel like you can fly. And that in itself made me not want to go get, get help. Even when I realized that there was something wrong, there was a period that I, I didn't want to do anything about it. So even when I was pushing back on my wife, there was a period where I knew she was correct. I, I'm, I was pretty positive that she was on to something. But when you're bipolar, you feel so powerful. You feel like you can go jump off the top of a 100-story building and you literally will start flying. Mm. And it, it was my my interpretation um, in my own mind was that I cannot sacrifice this power. This is the power that is feeding my family. This is the power that is uh, moving the trajectory of our, of our lives as a family upward. Um, and I did not want to, to, to change that. I look at a Kanye West and, and I see how people talk about, oh, he doesn't want to take his medication. That's ridiculous. I am telling you, I know why he doesn't want to take his medication. Because when you, when you get on medication, you feel like something in you has been suppressed. And it is only through, through therapy um, that you understand that that person is still in there. That person is still there, and, and you just kind of have to, to to find him again. And I have been able to find him, but yeah, it's 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 an incredible dynamic. And Isaac, again, it's incredible that you, or amazing that you articulated it that way because that's exactly how I felt. I did not want to be out the game for one second. And when you first start to get therapy, and all of these emotions are pouring out, and you're on medication, you feel like you are temporarily out of the game, and that's something that I was not used to. Well, thank you very much, um, Chip, for coming in and, and talking about your journey. I think that the vulnerability and, and transparency of, of high-powered individuals, and, and we have a pretty large audience in D.C. and Atlanta and Seattle, Nashville, and, and some pretty big markets. We have so many people that listen to this show that are aspiring leaders and aspiring executives and are under those pressures. So for, for someone that may to, to, to many would just be a, a suit or someone that's that's up there. We don't realize that individuals that are, are at the top of, of, of the pyramid, so to speak, have these things that they deal with. And, and they're constantly working through physical and mental health issues to perform at a high level and, and really thinking that through as they juxtapose life and family and all those things. So thank you so much for being transparent and, and sharing that experience with us. And, and we continue to wish you 
good health and, and just to, to maintain and to continue to, to get back all of the things that you lost in, in your journey. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to cut to a break and uh, I'm going to come back with this same panel and um, we're going to talk a little bit more about mental health uh, as this is such an important topic. So we'll be back with more of this conversation on Lance J Radio Network after these messages. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. former quality executive who has literally retrieved and coded millions of charts. I've worked with our new partners over at Episource for many years and am proud to now serve as a brand ambassador and part of their product development team. Episource is a global industry leader in chart retrieval, coding, quality analytics, and in-home assessments. For information on Episource, go to www.episource.com and fill out one of their contact forms to request a demonstration. Look, man. All I'm saying, if I'm going to take your package, split need be fair. I mean, I got to pay all my people the same, and then you open the price on them. Pay your people less. They my people, though. You shut yourself. Split is 60-40. You want better, you need to tool up. And wait for Chris, Snoop, and the rest of my people compare call on your people. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Here we go. Prepare your radio to be blast. Ten, nine, eight. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You now tuned in to the Lance J Radio Show. <laughs> 